Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good morning, Paige. Good morning, Mom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. It's cold here. It's cold here, too. Yeah. <laughs> I figured, but I'm not ready for winter. Yeah. You. Yeah. So today we're talking about ADHD and... ODD. Positional defiance disorder that we're <laughs> going to call ODD for the rest of the time now. Um, but yes. I just wanted to say the whole thing first. Um, so what did you learn? Well, okay. So oppositional defiance disorder is a frequent and ongoing pattern of anger, irritability, arguing, and defiance towards parents or other authoritary figures. ODD also includes being spiteful and seek revenging of behavior called vindictiveness. It's something that can start as young as preschool aged, which I feel like could be problematic because most preschoolers are like, no, I want to do it myself. Sure. Or no, like, I don't want to listen to you. I want to do this instead. I mean, the whole like, like, that's just like the age. So like how I was confused as to how you could. It also sounds like every teenager in the world. Yeah. So (laughs) I mean, it's, it's said that it could be as young as like a preschooler, like when Mm -hmm. the symptoms start and it's usually before early teen age years is when it start eight is what i read the most often is the early or is usually when people notice it is when the child is eight it's usually the window it gets diagnosed in yes okay it's like yeah um it is associated with kids so is it it just children that have it or can adults have it no um adults can have it too i'm pretty sure to some degree i have it i was reading it as like this sounds kind of familiar <laughs> i'm not like i don't like i don't feel like i don't seek revenge though i'm not like the person that's like oh you you betrayed me i'm going to take revenge on you no but you certainly don't like I to be told a grudge to- yeah and so, you still don't like to be told what to do. But that's most people with ADHD, right? So, like, yeah. So, most people with ADHD you don't like to be told what to do. So, yeah. So, what might be a way Difference. for somebody to be like, oh, my kid has this behavior. Maybe I should check this out. Well, here we go. Okay. So, symptoms. Yeah, starts during preschool, sometimes develops later, always before early teens. Um, oppositional and defiant behaviors are frequent and ongoing. So I guess I'm not always like that. I'm okay. just sometimes like that. I think the main difference is that it's all the time. Right. Fre- so frequency. Frequent. Okay. Um, so here they cause severe problems with relationships, social activities, school, and work for both the child and their families. So 
I was never that way at, at least I tried to never be that way at school. I always no. tried to be a very well-behaved child at school. I was yes, just that way for you. They would tell me how wonderful you were at school. And I was like, really? <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> um, right? So they, like, I think that, like, so the sign is really, like, I think you could say for most children that they're, I don't know, there's this phrase called street angel house devil, which means that, oh. like, kids use their best behavior when they're in public, Right. And their worst behavior, they show at home, right? Because they're safe at home and they know they're still loved at home. Yeah. But in the case of ODD, it's that they ignore they don't care. fail against rules in any location, in any environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they include anger and irritable mood, um, argumentative and defiant behavior, and hurtful and revengeful behavior. Very angry it seems like i've also heard like and like negative emotions disruptive behavior that appears to be intentional mm-hmm. rather than yeah. impulsive that's, so it's not that they're talking to the kid yeah, that's what i them. read yeah um what else um let's see here very it's very uh like similar to ADHD, I feel like, is also not just for ADHD. I read things saying that a lot of people with autism can also have ODD. Oh, okay. So I don't think it's just an ADHD thing. Um, But um, anger and irritability. Often and easily loses their temper. Um, Is frequently touchy and easily annoyed by others. Often but they're angry and resentful. They like to push others' buttons, but they don't like it when people push buttons. Okay. <laughs> they just like to be the annoying person. So they can dish it out but not take it. They Got can't it. take it. it yes. Yeah. Um, often actively defines or refuses to follow adults' requests or rules. Right. Yeah. Often annoys or upsets others on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um. Says mean and hateful things when upset. I feel like a lot of children do that though. Like they get their feelings hurt. Like a young lot of children do that. That's why you're supposed I mean, to like. Yeah, a lot of yeah. adults do that. Anybody who's angry says things that they don't mean. Things but don't again, mean. frequency is what we're looking frequency. for for ODD. Yes. Um tries to hurt the feelings of others and seeks revenge has shown vindictive behavior at least twice in the past six months. So like when they're getting diagnosed. Right. Um, I also read that they're like really quick to um, blame others for yeah, their They don't take responsibility. Yeah. Which seems like a lot of kids these days, but yeah frequency that might be a different issue altogether yep so um there was what what do you do about it oh there's um treatment that you go to therapy 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think there might be some medication for it. It mostly talked, the internet mostly talked about therapy or the website that I read was Mayo Clinic. They talked about therapy. Mm-hmm. I feel like therapy would probably help. Um, Are there any particular forms of therapy that are best for it? It just says to see a psychiatrist if you feel worried about this child challenging the child that you have. It's words not mine. Right. Parent um, a challenging child. Child psychiatrist with expertise in behavioral problems. So specifically a psychologist that specializes in behavioral problems. Yeah. Um, so probably, yeah. Um, learned that there are different. Obviously, there are different severities of it. Okay. So mild, mild, moderate, and severe. Um, mild symptoms occur only in one setting, such as only at home, only at school, only at work, or with peers. Okay. Um, moderate uh, occurs in at least two settings the symptoms and then three is like they just do it whenever the hell they want all all settings three or more settings so i think i read that there's not medication for it but that many kids who have it have adhd comorbidly Yeah, um, and so that they're the medication they're on is for the ADHD, mm-hmm. but mostly just therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, Oops. so how common is it? Do you know? It says that it's common. Um, Common, more than 200,000 U.S. cases per year. Okay. So I I mean, it's it's common. Well, I read that it's up to 16% of teenagers. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. um, Yeah, it says can last for years or be a lifetime. So I guess it just depends. I assume people who probably have the mild, more mild, probably don't have it for, I don't want to say outgrow it, because I don't think that's something you can really outgrow. People say the same thing about ADHD, like, oh, they, I outgrew it. I was like, no, you didn't. (laughs) No, you just learned to manage it. Right? So So, I also read that, like, only 10% of kids who have it have a diagnosis. Right. So I'm guessing like if it's only showing up at home, then maybe parents are like, oh, this is just their behavior at home. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I think a parent would be more likely to go do parenting classes than think that their kid has ODD. something wrong with them. Yeah. Right. So I guess 40 percent of people with ODD have ADHD as well. So that's the overlap. Um, 
Um, it's unknown, but likely involves a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I read a statistic, I think it was like 67% of kids, once they start treatment, the treatment usually resolves issues within three years. So pretty treatable once you recognize yeah. the problem and go and get help, which is good. Yeah. Um, but that 10% of kids develop a longer lasting disorder that um, usually becomes- Your issue? Well, it usually ends up becoming an antisocial personality disorder oh, for about 10% of So um, that doesn't add up to 100%. So I don't know what happens to the balance of that 77% that either end up with APD or have it resolved, but maybe it just mm -hmm. takes them a little longer to get over it. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I guess it, though, like you see immediate results within like, not immediate, but most kids Quicker. start to show results if they're going to get better from it within four months. So it may take a year or two to completely get rid of everything, but like within four months, it's better. That's got to be a huge, huge relief for parents Yeah, that are dealing with a quote unquote challenging child. Challenging child. Well, I think it's, I don't think the kids are happy about being a challenging person either, right? Like, yeah, because they're probably constantly being corrected or yelled at or punished or, right? And so, yeah. yeah. Um, it does list some factors, like causes and risk factors for the disorder. Okay. So... Um, obviously, family history of mental things. Mental this is of mental things. illness. I don't really feel comfortable calling ODD a mental illness. Well, I don't think it's, I think that they come from a family that has mental illness, not that. Okay. Like ODD in general. Is, like okay. in general. Okay. So they're being uh, raised in a family mm -hmm. that has parents that have a significant mental illness. Oh, okay. Um, witnessing violent or aggressive behaviors. So I guess as a small child, if you, yeah, that was another th um, thing. Exposure to a substance or abuse or abuse. Um, inconsistent parenting. Which I guess, like, if your parents were divorced and your mom is more strict and your dad is more laid back. Like, mm -hmm. that's confusing. Or even just, I mean, if you're in a home with a parent who has some mental health issues, their, their parenting is probably inconsistent as well. Right? On days that, you know, they're feeling better, it might be more reasonable. And other days, it may not. It may either, like, be lacking or be too strict. Yeah. Yeah. Um, being raised in a chaotic slash stressful home. 
okay. this is so sad. It is sad. Exposure to trauma, abuse, neglect, or neglect. It's very sad. So it's, this makes it sound like it's something that you can develop. For sure. Because before it didn't seem like that. It seemed like something you just, like, automatically already had. But you can develop it. Right, because it's partially environmental. So if your environment's erratic. Then, yeah, okay. Chaotic, yeah. What else do you have? Your child may be diagnosed with ODD if these symptoms are persistent and continue for at least six months. So like the normal thing where you have to be like, things have to last a certain amount of time daily for it to Mm -hmm. be considered whatever. I've also read like there's a theory that it comes from like a lot when a child struggles to um, detach from their primary caregiver or um, right to begin just like the regular preschool life. So if it's, if they have trouble detaching. Um. Like more than like a normal amount, because I yeah. feel like most children are afraid of going the first. Apparently, I wasn't. I was like, "All right, later." You're mad at me afterwards. You run into school all excited about school, and then I pick you up, and you'd be like, "How did you leave me?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so I would say like. Usually kids are nervous like the first day. And then once they yeah. go in and like see that They're it's like, oh, this is cool. I'm right? fine. Then I don't need mommy. I play, I get a snack. Um, all right. Right. <laughs> and I get a sleep. Sometimes. Depends Sometimes. on your school. Sometimes there's nap time. We should all still have nap time. Um what else? Anything? Some children with ODD outgrow the condition by age eight or nine, but half of them continue to experience symptoms of ODD through adulthood. Right. So then, if you were in a house that was abusive, Hold on. Technical problems. Sorry. Sorry, we had a technical glitch. Okay, what? If you grew up in a house? If you grew, if you started to grow up in an abusive home, Mm -hmm. and then you were taken out of an abusive home and put into a more stable, non-abusive home, it could then potentially... you could grow, quote unquote, I guess, grow out of it. 
think this is like your brain. I still think that kid's going to need some therapy. So if it originally starts because, like, if the theory is correct that it starts from like having trouble detaching from your primary caregiver, Mm -hmm. and now you've just been taken away from that primary caregiver. (laughs) So yeah, that would be bad. I, I think. I think ultimately, like, if that child's getting the proper behavioral therapy, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, some people, like, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, there are some people who have depression, and with therapy, they get over the depression, so it's gone, right? Right. Um, right, so they don't technically have it. They have a history of depression they don't have depression anymore right Right. so it could be the same kind of thing i would think right oh here we go mom uh the cog cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy counseling psychology and family therapy which I guess therapy and family, if it's a problem that you only have at home, clearly something's not going on, that something's going on at home that shouldn't be going on. Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, CBT makes sense. Yeah. Uh, anything else or is that all we've got about ODD? That's all I've learned. That's all you've learned. Okay. That's all I've learned. Unless you have more to tell us a wise one. Um, (laughs) uh, not really. I mean, I think for a lot of kids, their goal is actually not to be defiant, but to be like, just annoying. (laughs) <laughs> they'd like to put I don't know if goal is the right word I don't think it's a goal I think they get some kind of satisfaction out of annoying people I mean sometimes it's a little funny <laughs> depends on the person <laughs> um, right I guess they're really like constantly questioning the rules and why something's a rule Right. So they want to push back against those, Um, which isn't always a bad thing. You should question rules and authority. I'm not saying blindly go on with like anything anybody says. Yeah. (laughs) Um, um, I think that they probably feel like they need some extra attention. Mm -hmm. Right. Missing having. So I think that's probably part of where that theory comes from, that it's the detachment from a primary caregivers because they had a lot of attention. Attention from right. Especially if it's like right. a chaotic house that has like lots of kids in it or something. If you're like the youngest <laughs> and all the other kids are at school and you got mom to yourself in the morning, like that's 
who doesn't want that? And who wants to go to school yeah. instead, right? Um, right. But I don't know that that's necessarily right. That's just my guess from like what I've read. Um, um, it's also like, it's more likely to occur in houses that have negative reinforcement techniques for discipline as opposed to like benef- like a positive-based approach. So like instead of having like a star chart, you get a spanking. That's, you know, considered yeah. one of the ways. So, all right, cool. But I mean, I think the other stuff is pretty good. Like to see like big results in four months. That's positive. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That they'll like be over it usually between by three years. That's great. I would also yeah. think that like early intervention is better. Better. Yeah. Like, as soon as you think your kid might have it, it might be a time to go check it out. So, yeah. all right. Cool. Say goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at thendtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the neurodiverse toolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.